Good morning, my friends, and welcome to this episode of Happiness After Codependency. I'm Marshall Bircher, and I'm your guide back to knowing, loving, and living who you are so you can live a life that you're happy with and satisfied with. And that creates, you know, connection and fulfillment in your world as you go through the rest of your life. So, excited to have you here. Today we're doing episode three of The Nature of Healing. Today we're going to talk about the ten core needs, the 10 fundamental needs we all have in making this happen for us. Now, if you're watching this on YouTube, please hit the subscribe button and check out the description below for the link to the 10 core needs description list. If you're on Facebook, check the description above for that 10 core needs. And if you're on, if you're listening in on the podcast, it's in the description below. So you can check that out there. I list the 10 core needs. They're derived from a book called The Emotionally Absent Mother by uh, Jasmine Lee Corey. This has been a fundamental discovery in my own healing and in my own cultivation of connection, belonging, and fulfillment in my life, these 10 core needs. So let's, uh, let's jump into it. I'm excited again to have you here, guys, with me. So let me know in the comments the impact of this what 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 your thoughts are on today's episode what you gain from it and then uh also anything you'd like me to to uh, create trainings on discuss things like that because i love uh, helping you guys out dis- uh, and discovering your own freedom uh to be yourself and the safety that comes with that the peace that comes with that the joy that comes with that because we're Codependency is, isn't an identity, it's not a disease, it's not a flaw in who we are. It's a survival strategy. In fact, it's a survival strategy we used to get these 10 core needs satisfied. So let's, let me outline those 10 core needs so we have some context here. So as human beings, we, we have fundamental needs, needs that matter to our well-being needs that support and cultivate attachment, safe attachment, secure attachment, and connection with others and with ourselves. And these needs also help us come to know, love, and live who we are. And these 10 core needs are very specific things. Need number one is acceptance. Basically, that's, I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you're alive. I'm glad you're in my world. There, there is a warmth of reception towards who you are as you are. Now, acceptance can be a little tricky sometimes because maybe people show up with attributes that don't work for us. We also accept those attributes and we accept that they don't work for us. Basically, we say, hey, understand that this is you. It's not something that works for me, so we're incompatible. I wish you the best. So acceptance doesn't have to be... um, It doesn't have to be weaponized towards making the person wrong. It can be used to just say we don't fit together. So we're not operating any kind of codependent fantasy there. We're not trying to fix or change someone. Instead, we're taking them just as they are. So number one is acceptance. When When we relate this to ourselves, acceptance is all about a warmth towards all that is within us. So in my approach to emotions, my approach to person, it's about total inclusion. So the anger, the jealousy, the fear, the emptiness, uh, uh, the the envy, the the maybe there's some some greed or lust or something like that. That all gets to come in along with the joy, along with the peace, along with the wholeness. In fact, when we talk about wholeness and acceptance, 
they, they're hand in glove because wholeness includes all the emptiness, the loneliness, the anger, the, the, the resentment, all of that gets to come in. Acceptance is the means by which that wholeness is recognized. So when we nurture ourselves and we're looking at knowing ourselves, acceptance helps us get into connection with ourselves and then also with others and others with us. This supports our healing because when we're looking at healing, a lot of times healing's about integrating an aspect of ourself that's been exiled out there in the world. We bring them home. We're like, I accept you. I accept the resentment you're expressing and feeling right now, how you've been neglected, how you've been harmed, things like that. Further, because we're dealing with the nature of healing and we're dealing with neglect, acceptance is the opposite of neglect. It's the acknowledgement of your realness, of your existence, the fact that you're actually here. And number two, uh, need number two is attention. I see you. I acknowledge you. You're made real. Your, your needs are made real to you. Others acknowledge your realness. You acknowledge their realness. So it's a direct form of time and, and energy placed towards you, for you, from another human being or towards yourself from you. Because these ten core needs work within us, towards our inner aspects of self, our, our inner children, and they work towards others, and others express them towards us. So attention. We bring attention to the things that show up in us and show up in others, to the experience that we have with others, with life, and with ourselves. <coughs> and lead number three is value. You are special to me. You matter to me. That one often still still hits a spot. You're special to me. You matter to me. I value you. I appreciate you. I care about you. That's a primary form of connection for us. It's, a, it's an affection that's given to us or that we give to others or that we give to ourselves, to our inner children. So, and we, we can give that to our emotions. Maybe our bitterness shows up, our resentment shows up. And we're like, you're special to me. You matter to me because there's a part of me that's been really hurt. So I legitimize it through that valuing right there. And then I need number four is respect. I honor you and your person. So we respect ourselves, we respect our feelings, our thoughts, our points of view, our capacities, our limits, our wants, our needs, our, our physical presentation, our personality, our sense of self. We respect ourselves. I honor self. I honor my person. I see that in others. I respect them. Sometimes a matter of respect is saying, I don't agree with who you choose to be. And so I'm going to get out of your yard and stop trying to change you. That's a form of respect. It's like, okay, you're going to do that. I'm out. Because we are, we are respecting the autonomy of that individual to choose who they want to be. And we're respecting our own values by stepping away from it rather than trying to control or change them. Uh, being respected is, is about the same thing being directed towards us. Okay, I see um, who you're trying to, who you choose to be, and I, and I let you be it. I'm not there to try to change you or get you to be something different. And need number five is nurture. Your needs are important to me, and I'll contribute to them. So this individual acknowledges the realness of your experience of those needs, um, whether it's time, attention, affection, play all those things 
and they they contribute to them. Now the key word there is contribute. No one outside of us is either responsible nor capable of completely fulfilling our needs. We have to fulfill our needs by contributing to ourselves and then receiving from others, not just one person, but several others in those categories, as well as contributing to it for a need to be fulfilled. Needs are not fulfilled just by receiving, but they're also fulfilled by contributing. The needs both, it can't be just contributing and being a, a fixer, pleaser, or helper. It has to be received as well. We've got to have a, a reciprocation for the need to, to be fulfilled. And that's how we start to nurture each other is by the contribution of needs uh, to each other's needs and wants because this is how we form connection. It's how we form a sense of belonging. It's how we experience that fulfillment. And then availability, I'm here for you. They make time. They make space for you. That Sometimes that's inconvenient, but that's real life. Real relationships have inconvenience in them. We're going to be inconvenienced by what the other individual might need or want in that time. That's fine because we show up and we allow that to happen. We care for them and then vice versa. We're allowed to inconvenience them and, and, and get our needs met in that respect as well. Um, time, I'll make space for you in my life. So they, they make specific time for you. You make specific time for them. You make specific time for you. You become available to you. You dedicate time to your own well-being, nurture, and play, and happiness. Uh, need number eight is safety. Your protection matters to me. Your well-being matters to me. So they act as a shelter. They, they hold the space for you while you're going through something. You hold the space for them while they're going through something. You hold space for yourself while parts of you are going through something. Um, so safety matters. That also includes that, oh, respect the boundaries. Oh, I stepped, I, I crossed the boundary. I'm sorry. I'll respect that. I understand that now. It's, it's apology. It's um, accountability. It's integrity to that so that we feel safe to be seen and heard. Need number nine is rest. You are safe to be yourself and to care for yourself in my space. So again, more shelter. Or the person can decompress and rest and thaw from their day, vice versa. Um, they can hold space for you to do the same. You can hold space for you to do the same. And then play. I enjoy who you are. So play isn't just activities, but it's enjoying just being in each other's presence. It's having fun. Just being with each other and doing the little things that we all do. Just our normal day-to-day -day life. And that includes being that with ourselves, with other, others, and others being that with us. So these 10 core needs that are fundamental to our healing, to our well-being beyond codependency, to our sense of connection, belonging, and fulfillment in our world. And so also in these 10 core needs that we build capacity and resilience towards trauma and traumatic events. So when when things hit the fan, when difficulty shows up, we're able to navigate that with resilience because we have internalized and external resources we can tap to help us navigate what's showing up for us. A lot of times in healing, these 10 core needs are not properly nourished and so trauma makes a huge impact when we move into what's called a freeze state. 
And it's through the cultivation of these ten core needs that we're able to thaw and heal from those big traumas and restore connection into our life, restore belonging, and restore fulfillment. And that's the whole point of these fundamental needs because all other needs extend from them. So you get into I mean, we have lots of different kinds of needs, but when we look at reality f through this lens of these ten core needs, we start to see that it's the form, it's the means to connection, it's the means to fulfillment, it's the means to safety, it's the means to uh, intimacy, to care, to support, to play, companionship, all those things that really matter to us. And that's the power of these ten core needs. So let me pop out to my notes here real quick because I want to just make sure I stay on topic. So yeah, and now one of the biggest challenges we have here when we're looking at healing is because we have been neglected. We've been neglected in these 10 core needs and these 10 core needs need to be nourished. So in a really fundamental way, as we start to acknowledge these needs, legitimize them and allow their reality, their realness to start integrating with us, within our bodies, within our lives, we start to allow them to be valid, to be real, we actually start to fundamentally um, heal. We're healing at our very deep core essential levels within ourselves and empower us um, to have more capacity to continue to work through whatever traumas we might be encountered, encountering or working with in our lives, as well as building capacity for life. Because it's one of the biggest challenges we have in healing neglect is building capacity to deal with life, deal with the uncertainties, the challenges, to deal with the experience of joy and, and proximity and attachment, like warmth and closeness of others, uh, to, to deal with new experiences. And it's through these 10 core needs we gain that capacity and then we build sustainability in that capacity. So these 10 core needs are fundamental to our well-being. They're fundamental to our healing, to our satisfaction, and they set us free from needing to be codependent because as we work with these 10 core needs in healthy ways, we stop trying to get them met through people-pleasing, through appealing to others, through being a chameleon, through um, avoiding conflict or trying to control things. Instead, we become more direct, clear, and simple uh, with what we want, how we approach it. And we're able to connect with people at a really uh, honest and clear level where we can be, where reciprocation can happen based on consent, based on a, a mutual desire to connect and, and meet each other's needs because we care about each other. So we, we build what's called a connection-centered relationship there because the needs matter to each other. And from those needs emerge our wants, our, our uh, desires, our, our joy, the things that we really want to experience in our life emerge from this foundation of these 10 core needs. So my friends, if you're struggling to, to understand these needs, to acknowledge them, if you've gone through deep neglect and you don't know how to meet these needs, you don't know what to do with them, if you're struggling with a sense of emptiness, loneliness and disconnection from yourself and from others, I'm going to invite you to enroll in the Nurture course. So the Nurture course, its enrollment is open. Um, it is an eight-week course where I guide you in knowing these needs, identifying them, 
making them real to you, and then fulfilling them. Those are the three steps of the nurture course. And this typically results in more peace, more fulfillment, more satisfaction, and more clarity for the students in that course. When when they go through it, that's where they start to discover, wow, these are real. I can get these met. I can start identifying resources like people, places, and things that nurture this for me. I can start to nurture this for myself too because it's not just do it myself or get it from others. It's it's both me and them kind of thing. And I teach you how to uh, do all of this over eight weeks. So we start October 4th. It ends November 28th. Um, currently, this is the only time this is going to be taught live. Uh, and it's also part of the Heal Yourself strategy. So if you already have the Heal Yourself strategy, you get this automatically. But if you don't and you're a new student you enroll, you also get the Heal Yourself strategy with this. And the Heal Yourself strategy is my core system for healing codependency. We accomplish that by restoring safety, sanity, and sovereignty into your world. And then we support and amplify your healing through the Nurture Course by helping you meet those needs so you can create more fulfillment, connection, and a sense of belonging in your world. So the link is above on Facebook to enroll in the, in the Nurture Course, and it's below on YouTube. And if you're on a podcast, the link is in the description below as well. Or you can just go to www.freethestuff.com and go to Courses, and you get it there. So we're open for that. Again, we start October 4th, so about three weeks from Mon- uh, yesterday, from from last Monday. Uh, we start, it takes place on Mondays. It's taught twice at 11 a.m. Boise, Idaho time and 6 p.m. Boise, Idaho time on Mondays. So uh, there you go. <laughs> Me and sales. So, But I invite you to join us, especially if you're wrestling with these needs and you're wrestling with that loneliness, that emptiness, and that disconnection. And you're wondering how you can get more connection, more fulfillment, more belonging in your world. You need the 10 core needs. You need to know what they are. You need to know how to make them real and how to fulfill them. And that's where you'll start to accomplish that. And that's what the Nurture Course does for us. So thank you guys for being here. Let me know in the comments below what you gained from today's training. I look forward to seeing you in our next training on the nature of healing and how these 10 core needs influence this. And we'll go from there. Have a great day, guys. Remember that you're worth knowing, loving, and keeping. And I'll see you later. Bye-bye.